This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Ken Coleman. Chris is in Springfield, Missouri. Hey, Chris, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. It's an honor to be on the show here. Well, thank you. How can we help? I got, I, I want to know your opinion on, uh, okay. I bought at my first house last summer. Uh, me and a couple of friends renovated it. Uh, according to my realtor, we increased the value by about 50 grand. And I have some aspirations to become a small time landlord. I was wondering if it's a totally dumb idea to get a HELOC on my current house for a down payment for a second house and turn the first one into an Airbnb or a rental. Yeah. Chris, how old are you? 26. Good for you. Cool. And what do you do for a living? I'm a plumber. Good. Okay. So when you say we did this renovation, do we own the house or you own the house and your friends helped you with renovation? I own the house and, and they helped. Okay. Yes. So it's completely in your name. Yes. And the house is worth how much? Roughly a hundred sixty. Mm-hmm. After the fact. Mm-hmm. And so you think you could sell it for um, one sixty, and you owe like one ten. I owe about a hundred grand. About a hundred. Yeah. Okay. So you got about sixty equity minus expenses. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, in, in fairness, uh, as I answer the question, when I was to, to tell you who's answering the question, when I was uh, 23, 24 years old, I started buying and selling real estate using the nothing down real estate techniques that were promising back 35 years ago. They're the same ones that are out there floating around today telling you to buy real estate and get rich in real estate. And so I didn't have any money. I started buying real estate. I started borrowing all the money to buy all the real estate. Um, I got rich. By the time I was your age at 26, I had $4 million worth of real estate starting from nothing. And I had over a million dollar net worth. Uh, The problem was I had no idea the influence of debt on that situation. And I was flipping houses. That's what I was doing. I was fixing them and flipping them. Um, I actually hired crews to do it. I know how to swing a hammer, but I was choosing to do more volume than my hammer would do by itself. And so I just would set up a crew or hire a painter or hire a plumber or whatever to get the different rehab things done on the houses I was fixing and flipping. Some of them I was holding as rentals. And so I tell you all of that to tell you, I aspired at that time to do what you aspire to do now. It's what I wanted to be. It's what you want to be. Fair enough? Yes. What happened was the bank got sold that I was dealing with to another bank, and they looked over and saw that they they felt like this 26-year-old kid owed them too much money, and they called our notes, and we spent the next two and a half years of our life fighting through severe banking technicalities that I didn't even know existed and losing everything that we owned. We were sued, we were foreclosed on, and finally we were bankrupt. Um, at the bottom of that, I started studying how money works. And I started talking to old rich people. I didn't want to talk to young rich people. I had been him. I didn't want his advice. It didn't work. And old rich people started telling me this thing called common sense. And as a Christian, I started studying the Bible, and it talks negatively about debt 100% of the time. And so I figured out that this debt thing didn't work, and I started buying my – I bought my first piece of real estate after that with cash. It took me a little while because it's hard to get the cash together. 
And you made some quick, right. e- you made some quick easy money, plus or minus your sweat in this house. But it's been fairly quick, and it feels like you could do it all the time. Well, I did it a lot. I did it a lot. But it still came crashing down around my ears. So that's the guy you're talking to. He not only wanted sure. to do what you're talking about, but he did it, and I did it with debt, and it backfired on me. And it wasn't that I was right. stupid. It was that debt is stupid. And so all of that to answer your question and say, no, I would not borrow on a HELOC to go buy a rental. Uh, I would keep working like a crazy man as a plumber. I'd get this house paid off if you're going to live in it. Um, or I would sell it and take 50000 60000 and buy a tiny little cheap something and flip it with cash. And if you want to do some flips with cash, I'm in. I'm fine with that, especially where you're swinging a hammer and some of your buddies are doing the renovation with you and that kind of stuff. That's all cool. But I'll tell you now, I own, that was 35 years ago that we crashed, 30 years ago that we crashed, 35 years ago that story started. And uh, today I own several hundred million dollars in real estate. The building I'm sitting in is worth a hundred million. And so, uh, and it's all paid for, 100%. I do not borrow money for anything ever after that experience. So I tell you a big, long story to give you a really solid, no, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I love the point you make. He's a young guy. And if he's not living in that house, flip that and and get your apartment. Yes, sir. I don't mind you renting and flipping, sir, but pay cash. That's right. He's off to a good start there if he flips that now. Yeah, and it's good time to make a little money if you can get in one at a deal. Very difficult to find a deal right now. Yeah. Like almost impossible. Needle in a haystack. Yeah, I was but, shocked at how, how much that house cost. Yeah, but um, but you can do that, and it, it's possible in Springfield, Missouri. I mean, that's a, it's a great market, and uh, I want you to go live your dream. I don't want you to let it turn into a nightmare, and it has for me. Oh, and by the way, there was a whole bunch of people did nothing down real estate then. I was actually in a nothing down real estate club back then, Chris, that had 150 members. Let me tell you how many of those guys are still doing real estate deals with nothing down. Zero. Let me tell you how many of those guys went broke. All of us. All of us. All of us went broke. No one made it out using that technique. Now, I do know one guy started selling the properties off, taking the equities and paying off the others. He ended up with a portfolio about one-third the size of his original portfolio, downgraded by 70%, but turned out with cash. He went the other way from the nothing down to 100% debt-free, and he's still managing those properties. I ran into him the other day. But the guys that persisted with this nothing down bullcrap stuff that sold in these weekend seminars, 100% failure rate a decade later, two decades later. So I, I want to stay there, Dave, because it's still being sold and it's being glamorized on social media. Oh, big time. So what's what are they not telling them? They're, they're telling you, oh, you can do all this, but there's something they're not telling them. They're not properly portraying the risk. What's the what's the hidden information they're not sharing? The, the nothing down deal only works if everything goes perfect and nothing ever goes perfect. That's it. Risk. Debt equals risk. More debt equals more risk. If you owe $100,000 on, on something, that's a lot more risk than if you owe $1,000 on that thing. So more debt equals more risk 100% of the time because you've got to carry it if it doesn't sell. Mm. You've got to carry it 
if the Fed decides to jack up rates. Oh, wait, that happened. You got to carry it if there's a pandemic. Oh, wait, that happened. You got to carry it even if you lose your job because of the pandemic. Oh, you got to carry it even if there's hyperinflation so it freezes the market like a deer in the headlights. Oh, these are real freaking things that happen. And they happen to me. You got to carry it if the president changes the tax legislation and changes and flips all investment property on its head. Ronald Reagan completely destroyed the real estate market while I was in the middle of it. I'm a Ronald Reagan fan, but worst presidential decision he made completely undid the investment real estate market by flipping the depreciation schedules off, changing the value of real estate with one stroke of the pen, and it turned it turned the SNL business on its head back then, the savings and loan industry. And, and you can't control that crap because you're not the president. And it, it affects things out of your control come in and, uh, and make you stupid when it's stress tested. Always reveals itself to be stupid. You can tell it was skinny dipping when the tide goes out. Uh-oh. That's what they don't know. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.